365 times in the scripture, God says, fear not. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Louis Giglio. And Louis is talking to us about Psalm 23, one of the best, most widespread, familiar psalms and Bible verses in the world of all time. And, you know, it's talking about the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he's talking to us about how God needs to be our shepherd and that we need to simply trust in him and that just just to relax and rest and trust in God to lead us and to guide us. Here's Louis. So our text today is maybe the most well-known text in all the world. If you were one of the ladies at Cherish, I, we spoke from this a few nights ago, Psalm 23. If you're one of the, the mates in the house, then uh, you're going to get to dig in a little bit to a different part of this psalm. Psalm 23, maybe the best known passage of scripture in all the world. If you go to your neighbor who doesn't go to church and maybe has never been to church and say, the Lord is my shepherd, they might say, I shall not want. People know this text, but I'm praying today, again, it'll move from information <clears throat> to operation in our lives. From, oh, I know that, to, wow, God's helping me live that. Because there is such a promise in this particular text of Scripture. And we're going to look at a verse today. But I want to just back up a verse and try to help us see another verse that we could all quote together in maybe a way that will actually help some of us today with the battles that we're facing and the struggles that are in our lives. Especially if you struggle at all with fear in your life. Now I would think in a, in a gathering like this, probably just be one person today who's struggling with fear about something in your life. So I came to speak to you, whoever you are. And fear comes in a lot of shapes and sizes. There's stress, I'm sure no one here is dealing with that. There's worry, anybody in the house, amen? There's panic, a little bit higher stakes now. There's anxiety, the granddaddy of them all is depression. And they all cluster together. They come in different shapes, sizes for all of us at different times. But I believe the giant of fear has got its foot on the throat of the nation, including the church. You say, well, how would you know that? And why would you say something that bold? Because 365 different times in the scripture, God says, fear not. So God thinks that we have the propensity to be afraid. God's opinion is that left to ourselves, we're going to be anxious. So many times in scripture, he mentions anxiety. Anxiety is not a new thing. It has been blown up in our culture by a lot of different factors, namely the screens that we hold in our hands and that stay on the nightstands by our bed so that when we wake up at two o'clock because we're stressed about a family situation or a work situation or a life situation and we're looking at the ceiling again and we think, oh, for some comfort, I'll just grab my phone. Can I just remind us again, there's little comfort waiting for you on the screen. Because as soon as you do, you'll be informed immediately that while you're stressed staring at the ceiling, your friends are in the Mediterranean on a cruise on a yacht. (laughs) And you'll hate them. Secretly pray for 
horrible weather to blow in. A big cloud from France come down and just ruin it all, because that's what would happen from the French, of course. Oh, I know where I am, people. Don't think I don't understand where I am today. All that rain we had yesterday, that was all the French that did that. Thank you very much. So we either hate our friends, we hate our life, we're like, when's the last time I went on a vacation to the Mediterranean? I can't even pay the mortgage. And it's found in this Psalm 23. This is not nice poetry, gentle speak, Oh, isn't it wonderful? Grandma loves this one. This is gritty and powerful. It's got guts in it, and it can save your life. And when he says, David, who is a warrior and a king and a leader and a boss of bosses, a man among men, a fighter among fighters, a musician, an author, a writer, a poet. He is the consummate guy of guys, but he knows what it's like to live under pressure, to be pursued, to have his life at risk, to be misunderstood, to be falsely accused. He knows what it means to be abandoned by people that he has, in fact, given his life to serve. He knows what it's like to take the high road. He knows what it's like to be in proximity where he could get justice, where he could take matters into his own hands. He knows what it's like to be on the run, to sleep in a cave alone at night. He knows the pressure of leading an organization, leading an army, leading a nation, and fighting against temptation. He knows it all. And when he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want, he is offering us an opportunity today to take advantage of a promise from Almighty God. This shepherd, he says, makes me lie down in green pastures. We'll talk about that if I'm ever here with you again because the first thing the shepherd does is make us do some things. And a lot of us would say, no one makes me do anything, bro. I don't know where you came from today, but people don't make me do anything. Well, then you're not gonna get in on the promise of the shepherd, Jesus Christ, who wants to lead your life if you're not willing to let him make you do something because the first thing he's gonna do is make you do something. But listen to what he's gonna make you do. He's gonna make you lie down in green pasture. You know why? Because we are so dumb that we don't know how to lie down in green pasture on our own. Hello? You know, when he refers to us, the Lord, as sheep in this text, he's not paying us a compliment. I mean, there's some sheep nearby that was like, amen, yeah, I get that. You're thinking, he was not saying, oh, you are so cute. And bouncy and cuddly and woolly and, oh, I love you so much. You're all so adorable. He's saying, man, you need help. You need help. And I'm going to help you. In fact, I'm going to make you lie down in green pasture. That happened to me a few years ago when God made me lie down for about four months of my life. Because I was going to kill myself at the pace and the pressure that I was allowing myself to live under. 
And God broke me down and lay me down so that I could find green pasture. He leads me. He restores me. He guides me. So we got four great promises that I believe everyone in the room is looking for today. I'd love someone to help me lie down in green pasture. I would love someone to restore my soul. I would love someone who could lead me. I would love someone to guide me. He says, I'm right here, right here, right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Would you let me be your shepherd? And if you would, I would love to, but you have to make that choice today. That was Louis Giglio, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Louis Giglio, Your Rod and Your Staff. You can find out more information about him at his website, louisgiglio.com. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode.